Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joser Jr., and with me is Joey Fitzsimmons on the phone. How's it going, Joey? Not too bad. How about yourself? It's going good. Everything's done and over with, and I can get back to concentrating on racing. Had my fight on Saturday. It yeah, was how'd that go? It was a draw. Um I damaged his body. He hit me to the head good once or twice. Um, you know, I was a little intimidated by his size. I shouldn't have been. The dude outweighed me by 30 pounds. But to be fair, a lot of that was flab. Strength-wise, he was very equal to me. Mm -hmm. But, dude, that is just so different. Um it's weird to it's hard to explain to somebody who I don't know if you get a rush from and if you like being afraid I love it it depends on what it is I mean if, if we're talking about stock cars then yes yeah it's I kind would not be afraid it's kind of the well no I was so fucking scared but I loved it mm -hmm. does that make sense I mean it's that, well, Dude, it was it was different. Mm hmm And yeah, it was a good time though. So yeah, did you uh do the five ten trophy race? I'm bummed I missed it. I did, yeah. It was you missed out on a lot of fun and a lot of good racing too. I know. But you know, next time for sure, because like I was saying before we started recording, I'm gonna do a little bit more carpet, and then we're going to clay for half of March and all of April until the spring champs in Omaha. Mm hmm Because uh, I'll get into it in a little bit, but um, it feels like when we're splitting our time, both Joey and I are missing, Joe 3 and I are missing something from our racing when we're trying to go between one or the other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll figure it out, though. So, let's see here. Let's pull up that those results. I got those up because you are not on a laptop tonight. I am not. I am. Uh, I let the girlfriend know I wanted to be alone tonight. I wanted to get the sprint car body started to get cut out. I had some two-wheel drive maintenance I'm going to do because I may go do some carpet racing this weekend. Cool. Yeah, like and I said, she... let me know and I'll build that diff for you. I got one sitting right here ready to go. Nice. Okay. I appreciate the offer, though. Yeah, no problem. I say we look at mini truggy mod two-wheel and mod four-wheel. How does that sound? Like a plan. All right. Looks like uh, KP Reigns won mini truggy. He's got that thing dialed, man. Oh, yeah. He, he looked really good, yeah. um, even in qualifiers. Yep. He's been, that's his most, I'd say, consistent class. Uh, Pablo Ayers coming out of the woodwork, finishing second. Yeah, he texted me that Wednesday before. He says, hey, man, you going to the 510 this weekend? And I said, probably. Why? You going to make your appearance? Your, your once-a-year appearance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and Jake Sovacool finishes third and you ended up fourth. Did you get tires on your truck yet? No, I was on a borrowed set from Clayton. Okay. 
the I've got a a cart sitting with AKA and Horizon right now with twenty two different items in it, and they're all on back order. Oh, dude, that's every tire. You know, people complain about J Concepts, and people can, that's every tire company right now, every mm-hmm. single one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, but it's cool though. Jake Silvacool, he took quite a few years off because he's like. I remember him racing the old Super Saturday Electric Series, and he was just getting down on himself. And he just goes, you know what? I'm not having fun. I'm going to quit. So he quit for years and years and years. We didn't see Jake for a while, and then here he is coming back to race. And it looks like uh, Dale Reek and Sean. What happened to Sean? He was closer to the back of the pack. Uh, he broke out. Okay. Um. Dale Reek, he was in at the whole race, wasn't he? He was in fifth right behind you. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just had a rough go around in that race. Yeah. Dude, tires are so important. Oh, yeah. I have a nice broken in. I have two brand new sets of stadium, well, broken in stadium truck golds for my stadium truck and my mini truggy. And I mm-hmm. got two brand new sets unmounted of gold ellipses that i'm saving for the very end of the year for the spring champs yes save those you're gonna want them i am because once the tires i'm on now go bald they're gonna be bald till the end i'm not mounting those up until the end of april Mm -hmm. maybe the race if there's a race weekend before just to break them in but that's it so, yeah, um, so let's go to mod two-wheel drive buggy. Kyle Holmberg wins that one. James Dolan finishes second. Clayton Kartluka finishes third. Did yeah, he, he bumped out of a B. Clayton did? Yeah. Wow. Dude, that's so cool that there's a B for mod buggy. I like that. Yes. It, is, it is now starting to come back, and it's making it the class more fun. Yeah. That's awesome. And then um, Mod Four-Wheel Buggy, Kyle Holmberg wins that one with Clayton Kartluka in second and Chris Maluli finishing third. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looks like it is a very solid day of racing. Yeah, brand new layout. Sean Van Dalen was on the mic all day. Cool. How? Ben, ben... I was going to say, Go how is the new uh, layout? Oh, it's a blast. I mean, it looks fun, but... Yeah. It, it really splits the difference between stock and mod. Good. Because you know what? We were able... All the mod cars were able to triple-double, or yep. quad-double. Yep. The stock cars had to table or double-double-double, or table-table-double. Good. I'm happy that they figured something out, because, you know, we've talked about it several times on here when there's no difference between mod and stock in the lap times there's no point in putting a mod motor in your car mm-hmm. you got to give us a reason it sounds like they gave gave you guys a reason and i can't wait to run that layout a very good reason yeah looks like they had 74 entries with 40 drivers mm-hmm. then uh the week before that thunder road had their weekly their February points race. Um, let's see here. They ended up, I want to say, just under 
Oh, crap. I hit the flipping wrong button. <laughs> they had 92 entries with 53 drivers. Okay. Um, we'll take a look at Mini Truggy, because I love Mini Truggy. <laughs> Dave Gundry won that one, owner of Cromulent Designs. Cromulent Sc- Designs? It took me five days to get the damn joke, and I... If you're a Simpsons fan, it's the best company name there is. And it's an inside joke, and only Simpsons fans get get it. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting, uh, Miss Krabappel and Mrs. Hoover are sitting in the back of the classroom smoking cigarettes during a presentation about... Um, about the town founder for some reason i can't think of the name right now and the word embiggens comes up and mrs kerbopel goes you know it's funny i've never heard the word embiggens until i moved to springfield mrs hoover goes i don't see why you wouldn't have heard it before that's a perfectly cromulent word (laughs) so it's a it's a totally made-up word Mm mm-hmm but it's a Simpsons thing. I, if you know who Will Brinton is, I text him about it, and he just fucking laughed. It's just a great company name. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Dave Gundry won. Scott Albrick second. Chris Mickelson third. If I can't get that VT64 running right on the clay... I'm going to crush all of those guys so hard. I was going to say, I'll gladly take that thing from you and run it on the clay if you don't want it. No, I want it. I might make it into a carpet vehicle. Because when... I I have to bring it with, but I have to be willing to let it sit. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because... Last points race, there were enough entries and enough heats to where I could have ran it. But if let's say there's only 50 or 60 entries, eight or nine heats, there is no time for three classes. Right. Because I'm also getting Joe 3 stuff ready, and that's like running another class. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Joe 3, I'm going to pull up Sportsman because he had one hell of a race. Yeah, uh, Mitch Larson won. Joe three took second. They were battling. They were a lap up on the rest of the field or more, Mm -hmm. but they were battling for the lead until the last lap. I was proud of the kid. And Bridget Croning took third. Uh, Let's see what else do we got here. Let's look up seven. Let's look up expert two-wheel drive buggy. Uh, Ethan Mickelson won that one. Torot took second. And Kyle Holmberg took third. But, it, dude, it was a great day of racing. It was my first and last time on that layout. The layout was a lot of fun. They're changing it for this weekend's event. It's going to be a trophy race at Thunder Road this weekend. I might have to come out there and compete with you. That'll be fun. Crawler and do some crawling. Yep, dude. You're crawling. 
Um, sorry to interrupt you, but no, go uh, for it. Clayton, Alan Smith, and I we went to this place in Victoria, Minnesota. Yep, it's on the northwest side of Minnetonka. I know where Victoria is. I dated a girl from there. She was a nut job. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Al Clayton and I we went out there on Sunday, and Joey Carlson was there as well. Yeah, it is a pretty. I mean, it's in a guy's shop. It's like he made it out of cement, but put like that metal mesh underneath it to form all like the different obstacles. Right, right. And it was it was just a blast. Well, that's the thing. It's that's the cool thing about crawling. You don't need a massive driver stand and a massive track. You can make something in a small area and have a ton of fun with it. Oh yeah. That's why uh, I can't wait to bring mine to Thunder on Saturday. Sure. Dude, yeah, it's a legit course there. I was just going to say, you don't know how relieved I was when I closed the browser and saw that we were recording. I thought I forgot. <laughs> I thought I forgot to hit the record button, but no, I hit her. Good to go. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, so like I've always said, the day after we release an episode, every time never fails, something super newsworthy happens. And the mm-hmm. newsworthy thing that happened here was the Mugen MBX8R price point came out. Remi- let me remind you, there is nothing special about this car. $850. That's just outrageous. It is outrageous, but does Mugen lead the way? And then we see it from the new buggy coming from Team Associated and the new buggy coming from TLR. And Is Associate coming out with a new buggy now? Dude, they've been coming out with the new one for forever. I've been waiting for it, to be honest with you. Is it like going to be a different design than the Point 2? I don't know if they're going to go a Point. I don't know. All I, I really don't know. Um, I kind of hope it's like a point two with all the upgrades. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. Just like dog bones down the center, um, universals, maybe a different rear pivot, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, once we, uh. Once we come back from Psycho Nitro, I plan on buying a new e-buggy and a new Truggy. They are not, from what I understand, they are not coming out with the new Truggy this year. Yep, I heard about that one. They're just sticking with the T3.2. Yeah, but if they come out with the new Nitro buggy, you can guarantee an e-buggy is a month behind. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I really hope we don't see the same thing from Team Associated. Now, I've seen people complain, or not complain, it's not a complaint. The cost of shipping has gone way up. So, oh, yeah. like Tony Tony Newland from uh, Clinic RC was saying that a shipping container went from $3,000 to $20,000. Whoa. Okay, that is a whoa. But. Why the the Mugen MBX8R in Japan 
is still way up there in price. I think it was like $750 American to where, like, I buy my own. If I get an OS motor, I get it from Japan. Mm-hmm. And your $550 OS motor is like 320 bucks from Japan. Right. Because there's no greasy middleman robbing you. Right. Um, to where, but that MBX-8R is still way, way up there in price from the source. I think it. there's a lot more to do with it. They're going to come up with every excuse in the book. And you should expect to see some kind of price raise. You know, everything goes up in price. Mm-hmm. But $850, you are raising, they're raising the price by almost a full third. That is obscene and unacceptable. And I'm sure one of the Mugen blah, blah, blahs will complain to team manager, blah, 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 and I'll get a 20-page note explaining why the prices are so high. You know what? Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's it's just not okay, period. Gradually do it over time. $850 kit should be five to ten years down the road. Oh, yeah. Not now. They're pretty spendy even right now, though, right? They're, what, four or five hundred? Uh, if you were to buy uh, the MBX-8 World's Edition, I want to say it was... Around that six twenty nine to six hundred and fifty dollar range. <laughs> Same with the associated though. And the techno was five ninety nine ninety nine on A main. They were all around that six to six fifty range. Do you wanna add another ninety nine behind that ninety nine? Ninety nine and ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see it's just like I said, they're gonna I'm probably going to get a PM from some asshole from Mugen being like, well, what you're, you don't understand, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I don't need to understand. You make it work for 699 or less. Or 99, 99. 99. <laughs> or go F yourself. That's what I have to say. If you can't make it work for that, get the hell out of the country. I mean, that's brutal, and it's absurd, but we don't need to get ripped off, and there's not an extra $200 worth of innovation in this MBX-8R. There's not. They're price gouging. Yeah, I was going to say, there's probably something going on behind the scenes none of us see as to why they're doing that. It's kind of like those... um, Losers at car dealerships that are selling cars five to eight thousand dollars over MSRP right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, yep, that makes sense. You know, they're just gouging the American people. So, like no, Mugen's taking a book from. Oh, let me think of a dealership, Luther. Luther's gouging people right now, like. Crazy. There, I I got an email. So my truck MSRP was thirty eight thousand five hundred. Whoa. 
that's the MSRP. And that is legit from Nissan. That is how much my truck costs. Mm-hmm. They're selling the same truck, my truck, with the exact options for $45,000. Wow. And that's full scale, and that's what Mugen is doing to the American people. No, that's not what, that's what they're doing to all people. They're doing it overseas, too. It's unacceptable. And you know what? If you, yeah. can't, if you can't release a car for under that, don't release a car. Exactly. And guess what? If Team Associated does it, too, I'll have something big to say about that also. Same with mm-hmm. TLR, same with Techno, same with the Gamma, any of them. This is not okay. Sorry, I had a rant about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Because I've been sitting on that for weeks. And it's, yeah, frustrating. Um, oh, bummer, Montpelier GP was, the finals were rained out. It turns out the way they figured out the fi- uh, finals, uh, they ran the semis, and I think they took the place and then the time. Mm-hmm. So Davide Angaro won it. Hold on one second here. All right, there we go. Quick pause, you didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. There we go. Um, What else? Oh, so we're talking about Montpelier GP. Uh, Davide Angaro, he qualified six overall, but they ran the semifinals, and he won his semifinals with the fastest time, so he is a Montpelier GP champion. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's... Montpelier's one of those races to where... So is this a... It's good and it's bad that it's on a permanent track. I don't think the track has ever gone through a major change. Do you? I don't think so. Maybe just a little little something here and there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that all those guys are familiar. So, I think Seismic is a fast tire there, too. Mm-hmm. Um... David Ron- speaking of Europeans, David Ronald Falk has been over in America. Ronald Falk is back. He's back. And they he went- has been Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> he has been putting the laps in over there. They did a warm up race at the dirt or the Paris dirt whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the results. I can't find them I know I saved them on my phone I gotta find where it was impressive oh here they are so he's not racing against scrubs not even remotely he beat Jared Tebow by 9 seconds in a 20 minute main and he flamed out that's after a flame out. He beat Jared Tebow by nine seconds. 
This upcoming DNC is going to be interesting. Ronald Folk's fast lap was a 37-2. Tebow's fast lap was a 38-1. The only other person in near him was Ryan Lutz, who qualified second, but it looks like he had a rough mean. He got a 37-7 for a fast lap. I know fast laps don't win races, but in 20 minutes when you're up by, he was up, he had a lap on the field before he flamed out. Mm -hmm. If you're up by that much, you flame out and you still win. Dude, David's always been fast. He's never shown this kind of speed. Because mm -mm. it was David Ronald Falk, Jared Tebow, Tyler Jones. Uh, I don't know this name. Carlos um, Erdondo, Ryan Lutz, and Ryan Pavitas. Looks like uh, Pavitas broke out halfway through, but he was also way off pace. Mm -hmm. I mean... Ah, uh, here's another thing. So it's like, yeah, let's see, fastest. So his average top 10 is still faster than Jared Tebow's fast lap. His top 15. <laughs> so David's fast top 15 was a 37.9. Dude, that Mayako, man. I think it's for real. I mean, there's nothing else to get out. I mean, I know it's one race, but he's racing against fast guys. Oh, yeah. Top, Again, in the, top in the country. He's racing against, yeah, people who would be in the A main at the DNC all day long. We'll see. He Hopefully there's no gremlins for the main for DNC. But I think I think the main for DNC is going to be a Mayfield Ronald Falk leave everybody else behind, you know. It'll be them two on the lead lap and then third place will be like two laps down. Is my oh, guess. Oh, absolutely. That cuz yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Um did I say that uh, Thunder Road added Tuesday Night Racing? You did before we were recording. Okay. So uh, Thunder Road's added a little bit of Tuesday Night Racing. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be good. It's it's just a quickie. Um, like Pete, There's been a lot of people practicing there on Tuesday nights. So Brian's, mm -hmm. Brian's like, all right, well. Let's have a two-hour race program. Race programs from 7 p.m. till 9 p.m. Just fun races. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a great way to get your feet wet without having to be there for a full race day. Oh, yeah. Let's say you want a race, but you're not sure. Some people are a little nervous, all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, also, I... Everybody who listens to this has access to Facebook. Um, Thunder Road, FTR, and I believe Rick's 
all release their summer schedule. Did Rick release their schedule? I thought they did. You know, I should look that up right now. I swear I saw it, but I could be wrong. I haven't seen it lately. Eh, you know, you might be right. Let me see. I'm looking right now. And I, I'm no better than you are at work. I get really bored and I end up playing on my phone. <laughs> oh, they posted it on February 4th. Oh, okay. So, yeah, their first race, Ricks, will be April 23rd. And it looks like they're going to run all the way to the first weekend of October. Wow. So, yeah, man. That'll be a fun one. But it's looking to be a fun summer of A-scale racing. No doubt. I'm going to be doing Nitro on the dirt and E-Buggy on the AstroTurf. I might have to check that out one of these days oh, in the summer. Dude, it's fun. Um, One more thing before we get into questions. I have a correction about Tekin. And this is why I kind of it's not Jim Campbell's fault. Somebody got into Jim Campbell's ear and said I was talking shit. I was talking shit. Um I said their servos were a flop. Their servos were not a flop. I guess they've sold thousands of them in the country. The reason I say I kind of look at what is happening regionally and I unfairly slapped that on the whole country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that was unfair of me. Um, I think you need to take a time out and go sit in the corner for a little while and think about what you did. I think I need to take the person who, instead of talking to me, went and cried to Jim Campbell. I think I need to put that person into a into the ring and ground and pound the living hell out of them. <laughs> I think that's what I need to do. Sorry, I'm not feeling like I need to be nice tonight. <laughs> hey, it gets the best of us. Well, that's the thing. It's like I got done with the fight. I'm beat up. I'm exhausted. I barely know where I am. I finally take a breath, I look at my phone, and it's like, holy shit. And again, it's not Jim's fault, because he came at me with anger and passion, and it's like, dude, it's like, he he sent me like, it's kind of like one of those things when you talk to text, and instead of sending me a paragraph, he sent me like pages. Mm -hmm. Which again, not his fault, if I was pissed off and passionate about something i might do the same exactly um but yeah um i do stick by a lot of the rest of what i said though and i told him so i'm not gonna let off a lot of that right um i say we get into questions and get out of here yeah um I would like to mention something, too, before we get into that, kind of on the topic of questions. Um, As most of the listeners out there know, a group of us are going down to Psycho Nitro Blast this year. Yep. Um, I've been talking to you. I think we've come down to a plan where we're going to record from Psycho Nitro. Um, And as part of our question segment, we're going to, well, 
as I'm down there, we'll uh, ask a pro. If you guys, <laughs> yeah, if you guys have any specific questions for any specific pros or just any, you know, random drivers you want me to go say hi to or, you know, get their answer on a question for you, just let me know. Come find me at a local track or even PM me on Facebook. I'll have a notebook sitting there with uh, all the questions that you guys have. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a blast, and they don't call it Psycho Nitro Blast for nothing. I want to go. It's just so I'm going to Las Vegas at the end of March just as a regular oh. vacation. Yep. So I don't think I could pull it off with money and work and all that other stuff. What's fun- It's actually, from what I've been told, it, it, as long as you have – pretty much everything there and ready to go it's i mean for us it's going to be you know 200 dollars in gas but you know we're also taking a toyota rav4 but then you got your 100 dollars per entry fee and then whatever else your hotel fee if you want to get a hotel or well it's going to be a grand just look at it as a thousand bucks easy yeah what's funny is i'm going to be down there for the NCTS at 702 Raceway is the same mm-hmm. weekend, and there's a bunch of people from Minnesota. Really? Yeah, they're gonna be down there. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take about three hours. I don't know if I'm gonna do it on main day or I'm gonna take about three hours and go hang out. Cause yeah, it's, you it's, have to. It's a half hour, let's say Uber ride there. And then I'm going to hang out for two hours, and then it'll be a half hour back. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Before we get into questions, uh, check out some of the Ran Out of Talent shirts at pwrmerch.com. pwrmerch.com. You can get your classic ran out of talent t-shirts you can get a Corey hins design ran out of talent t-shirt and you can get if you ain't got balls you ain't going fast t-shirt plus <laughs> i still chuckle about that <laughs> i know plus you can get any of your other mnrc gear your paintworks gear mmr shirts whatever there's a ton on there uh yeah T-shirts are definitely quality. The hoodies were, eh, there is some funkiness with them, so we pulled them all from the store, but the T-shirts are good. So, yeah, check out T-shirts at pwrmerch.com. All right. Let's get into questions. I screenshot them. Got a couple from Mike Glider. He's wondering, MIP puck system, is it worth it and advantages? Have you messed with the pucks? Uh, on my B64, when I had that a couple years ago, I had the puck system on there. It just it helps with um, your rotating mass. It lights yeah. up your, your drivetrain. They're aluminum shafts with plastic, inserts. The hard plastic inserts, yep. yeah. as well as uh, aluminum outdrives. Here's what I say is... They help and they're worth it, but they're the final piece to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know, get your driving down right, get your tire program down right, get your motors, your bat, get everything right. 
And then once everything's right and you have at least 95% consistency, then you do your titanium top screws. You do your MIP puck system. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do your titanium turnbuckles, your yeah. light, you know, all your lightweight stuff. Well, I do titanium turnbuckles regardless because the steel ones do bend, especially on carpet. Mm-hmm. Clay, not so much, but carpet for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, he's also saying, um, also, Ryan Styles Harris talks of V-cutting foams for tire prep. He says, I've seen it done in 10 scale, but would that translate to A scale as well? I've I'm putting a big fat no on that unless you're running like high bite clay. It's got to be very high bite clay. Like Omaha high bite. I, I'd say almost more. Because Omaha is pretty high bite, but I've seen it to where they're running those. Yeah, no, you're right. I wouldn't even do it in Omaha. No, no, because once the tires are broken in, because there's so much, the reason, mm, it takes a lot less time for foams on an A-scale to break in because there's so much pressure on them. Does that right. make sense? Yep. Um, That's why it takes half of a battery pack. Let's say you're to do nothing to foams on a 10 scale. It takes half of a battery pack to break in a set of mini truggy tires, but it takes like four or five battery packs to break in a set of 10 scale buggy tires. And then they're still mm -hmm. not right. Right. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do it on an A scale. Definitely 10 scale though. Yes, for sure. Um, especially eight scale outdoor, I would not. I no. highly suggest not doing that. Right. Yeah. If you're running a pin tire, there's no need. Right. That's, you're just going to use the whole foam, anyways. Yes. Uh, Dale Reek is wondering why does Joe's carpet diff look like he packed an uncooked egg in it? <laughs> Plastic spider gears. Yep. With two and a half million weight. That's got to take you a week to let that sit, huh? Uh, I finished it this morning. Oh. It, this uh, morning? Yeah. I wake up at 4.15. I oh. eat breakfast. I watch an episode of Rick and Morty or Family Guy. And then, yeah, if I have time, like I had time this morning to finish a diff. You know, you wake up a little too early just for that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I start work at 5.45. It's hard. See, I lately they've been putting it, they put us on 10-hour shifts. Okay. Um, I've worked a couple 13s, couple th you know, a couple 13s, couple 14s here and there. But yeah. I I'm I get up at 4 o'clock. I, if I didn't take a shower the night before, I'll go take a shower, throw some clothes on, yeah. and go to work. What do you do for work? Uh, I run a powder coat booth. Okay, cool, cool. So, I used to do that. I used to wake up, I'd say, a half hour before I had to leave. I have to leave my house at, even less. Mm -hmm. I have to leave my house at 5.30 and be at work and punched in by 5.45. Mm -hmm. 
I've gotten up as late as 5.20, grabbed my lunch, and just left. But I do enjoy waking up early, eating a full, full breakfast, um, and, you know, hanging out with the dogs, watching some family guy, all that other stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I noticed when I was getting to work, I'm just still waking up and just groggy and shitty. So when I started waking up earlier, my efficiency went up by 30%. See me, I'll, if I am really craving a breakfast sandwich that morning, I'll just go run up to Quick Trip and spend the $3 on a yeah. breakfast sandwich and a can of Monster, and then I'm good for the day. I, I should say I have a bit healthier breakfast. <laughs> I have a... Steel cut oats with uh, fresh blueberries, half a banana, and a quarter cup of raisins. Oh, no, I am much different than you. I'll, I'll, I'll go in there, and if they got the tornadoes and the rollers, I'll get a couple tornadoes. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a, the Dude. maple, whatever the maple breakfast sandwich is. Oh, for sure. Dude, here's the problem. One day, and this happens to all men, not just me, I used to be scrawny as hell. Until Beth was pregnant with Joe 3. I got excited for Beth's pregnancy. Like, when she was pregnant with Jackie, I sympathy ate with her. But I still scrawny and skinny. I'm fine. I pregnancy ate with Beth with Joe 3. And I was pre-diabetic by the end of it. Literally. (laughs) So it's one of those things. One day your metabolism, it's not even going to warn you. It's just mm-hmm. going to stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, I, I still eat. I, like today, I lifted and did uh, Tabata sprints on the Airdyne. So I have to eat 4,000 calories today to supplement. But they're healthy calories and you... You know, you learn to track your nutrients and all that other crap. Right. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I finished my diff this morning because it was settled. I I was going to finish it after work today, but I looked at it and it was all settled in. So it's like, I'll finish her off. Mm-hmm. Shelby Tompkins is wondering, how many seasons should a novice driver be allowed to drive novice, especially when they are fast enough to be in a quicker class? I personally feel some taking advantage of the situation and robbing the trophy. That is a tough and fluid question, but it's a fair one. Mm Mm-hmm. So Joe 3 is a great example, and I've seen some people under that comment like one year and they're done. Joe 3 has been racing for four years, and this year is the first year on carpet to where he should be out of sportsman. On clay and and with A-scale, he's still a sportsman driver. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the hobby plex. With the the plex spec? The plex spec. Like I said, sportsman drivers from Minnesota don't take this the wrong way, please. But they have 
a maximum age of 15 or 16 years old. Um, Thunder Road has a situation to where if you win two or three times in a point series, the next point series you have to bump up a class. So Joe, and that's fair. Yeah, Joe three is done with Sportsman at Thunder Road at the end of this point series period. I want him to kind of be done now, but he kind of wants to finish a points. But like, I, I wouldn't blame him for that. Yeah, with Joe three, this all of a sudden happened. It came out of nowhere, and he's been consistently doing very well. Mm-hmm. Like right now, he would be in the bottom of the, very bottom of the A, very top of the B, and intermediate, which is a great place to be, I think. There's a mm-hmm. lot of room to grow there. Absolutely. But other than that, I think uh, tracks themselves should set a policy. Same policy. Two to three wins, you bump out the next point series. Let them finish the point series. Let him get the win, and then bump. Mm-hmm. One thing, and again, I harped on it last episode, this kills me. If you're running sportsmen, you should not be able to run any other class. Yeah, I could agree with that. That's been, a, up until recently, it was a hard, fast rule. But then we kind of allowed... Um, Sportsman drivers at the MNRC run a 10-scale four-wheel drive open. Mm-hmm. And then that spread like cancer through Minnesota. It really did. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's kind of like one or the other. Because um, sportsmen... You know, there's... Go for it. Sorry. Go- well, I was, I was going to go way off topic. No, go going. off topic. <laughs> go off topic. Uh, I'm sitting here building my sprint car body, as I was telling you before we started recording, and it there's a lot to these things that I really didn't realize. That and <laughs> have you seen, like, the late model bodies and the modified bodies? Yeah, I actually have a uh, modified body sitting right here. They The, the modified body, they come uh, pre-cut. Oh, unless they you do? buy them from... Uh, uh mr customs okay it is those ones those ones get molded other than that the other companies they they pre-cut them for you you just have to put them together and either get painted or wrapped okay yeah but sorry that was a little no that's fine where are you gonna run sprint cars at uh next weekend uh clayton and i are gonna go to the hobby farm over in ogilvy that looks like fun i want to I'm a dork. I love street stocks, full scale and 10 scale. I mm-hmm. I want to run a street stock. Well, if Clayton didn't sell his already, I know. I'd say hit him up and ask to see if he can drive it. But I mean, if you if Dude, you want to come out to the hobby farm on Saturdays and check it out, you're more than welcome to drive my sprint car. No, I got I have parts to build one. Dude, build one. I have transmission, shocks, all this crap laying around. Build one. I don't have... Time is an issue. That's... Yeah. 
Because it's like, you know, my I have four or five ten scales for myself right now. Mm-hmm. So that keeps me plenty busy. I only have two. Yeah. And then Joe 3, he only has one for each, but, and again, he keeps me busy. Um, Keeps you up on your toes. Yeah. Uh, I've been going through our cars the past couple weeks. I'm just sitting there thinking in my head, I'm like, when was the last time I went through these things? I'm like, ooh, it's been a while, like (laughs) since December. And that's Mm. a bad thing about carpet is you, if you're going to run, like I run a, Two gear with 7K fluid in my two wheel, that's good for two race days. Till you have to change the fluid, which is no big deal once you do it. Once you get used to it, it's quick. It's 15 minutes. I cracked my diff open and Joe 3's diff open, and it stunk so bad. And the fluid was just gnarly and brownish gray it's like oh wait you open them up and pooping them it looked like it it really did (laughs) and it smelled like it uh randy johnson is wondering a good setup for the b64 on carpet and like kyle said kyle's under that under the thread he's like dude you're better off just getting a regular b74 not even a point one and running that on the carpet the B sixty four is a tough vehicle. Um, I would, I would think the shocks would be pretty similar from the sixty four to the seventy four. The setups. Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you the setups I'm running in my shocks in just a second. And again, Kyle gives me these carpet setups, which are awesome. But it's like. I've messed around because it's like I want to try a couple little different things with my car. And it's like every time I go a little bit off of this setup, just a little bit, the car becomes a handful and undrivable. Mm-hmm. It's like I have to leave it at this. So in the rear, I'm running a two-hole 1.7 piston front, two-hole 1.6 piston rear 35 weight fluid front, 55 weight fluid rear blue V2 springs, uh, front V2 red springs, uh, two millimeter limiters in the front on the outside, one one millimeter limiter rear on the outside. The stroke in the rear, I'm running 27 and a half millimeters. Uh, The stroke in the front's 22, and I got long eyelets on both. So that might get you going. I'm running 7K in the front diff and 10K in the rear diff. So hopefully that's that. Yeah. Getting your pills right is so big, too. Uh Oh, we just got one from KP Reigns. How come we can't listen live? We have to wait till your pod posted to listen. Uh, that's going to be an improvement that's going to happen in 2022. I want to get the program that they're using on Radio Impound and on um, 
and on um, the No Name RC podcast. Have you seen that? Uh, I, I, I believe so. Like, uh, Rip was live on Sunday, and, you know, it's cool to interact. Um, they were live on Facebook. They were live on YouTube. They were probably also live on Twitch. And, like, Gotti's taking, like, um, comments and questions and putting them up on the screen. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. It worked mm-hmm. really, really well. And I think that's something that I would like to do. Would you be in for it? I'd be in for it. Because I, I think he's right about live interaction. I, I think it would be good. Even though I listen to the majority of podcasts on um, the day after when I'm at work. I know some uh, I shouldn't even say some. I'd say probably 50% of the people like po- live podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Josh Haiti is wondering how far are you willing to drive to a club race on a regular basis, typical on a Saturday or Sunday? Now, those are two different answers. I go, I'll, I'm willing to club race weekly. I'm willing to drive 90 minutes on a Saturday, 60 minutes on a Sunday. See, I, I, I'm kind of right where you are. I'd be willing to drive an hour and a half on a Saturday. And if I don't have to, I won't drive 60 minutes or I'll, I'll drive a half hour or 45 minutes. But if I have to, I'll go an hour. Yeah. It's really nice living in Elk River because I'm smack dab in the middle. Nothing's very close, but nothing is over an hour away. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to drive to Shamrock weekly in the summer. And that was a 90-minute drive. That was a Saturday race, though, wasn't it? Yep. Um, I told Aiden Burke that on uh, Extra Lap. He's the host of the Extra Lap RC podcast. I go, yeah, I drive 90 miles for a club race. He goes, and he's sitting there thinking traffic in the U.K. He's like, what, are you in the car for three or four hours? I'm like, no, man, I've made it there in an hour 20, hour 15. <laughs> That's cooking, but I've done it. Because I guess the traffic is just so bad in the UK, 100% of the time, 90 miles takes several hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremiah Lucas Abbott is wondering best tips for running spec two wheel drive to gain an edge. Consistency, Jeremiah. That's what wins. Consistency and a solid setup. Yeah. Um, let me know what car you're doing and I'll send you a setup. Because I got a good setup for every six vehicle there is that is good at the 510, really good at the 510. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know what I would, so let's say the magic number for consistency is 95 and above. Um, I've been way off of that lately. I've been in between the 86 to 93%. I've just been kicking my own ass lately. Mm -hmm. But let's say you're at that magical 95% number. And you still want that little bit of an edge. Now there is where you start looking at light 
making your car lighter, but in the drivetrain, like somebody asked about pucks, that's where you would start going with the pucks. That's where mm-hmm. you would go with cut diff gears, you know, titanium, uh, the titanium slipper screw, things like that. But until you hit that 95% number, nothing you do will help. Right. Because that one crash has taken it all away. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you hear a purring from a cat. My cat is now sitting on my chest. No, that's fine. Ah, we got a few more. Greg Newson is wondering... Any views on the books from Dave B. Stevens? I'm most interested in the TC VTA book. I'm not familiar with those, but I heard they're good. I I honestly have never even heard of them. Here's, if you're looking, mm, there is still, for touring car, still nothing better than the Triple X main setup book. They're hard to find. They were published in 2000. Senior still carries his with him. It's a tr- It was the setup Bible for sure. But also, um, I don't know if X-Ray still does this, but they used to. X-Ray used to have a slimmed down version of that in the back of their instruction manuals. You don't need a lot. And again, I'm going to say you've got to get in that 95% consistency range. Um, I'm not opposed to getting these books if they're under $30. If one book's under $30, I say go for it. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, I haven't heard, I've heard good things about them. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, Keith Hodges is wondering, with the ball dip being the way to go on dirt, why is it not used on carpet? Um, because... You run through them way faster. You run through them way faster. You do run them on AstroTurf. You can't... Um, depending. You, uh, with AstroTurf, you got to be ready to put a ball diff in or the gear diff. Um, yeah, you just, you'll crunch them really fast because the grip is so high. Um, tips on driving two dissimilar classes on clay, like between two wheel and four wheel buggy. Um, I have that issue still, um, get out on the track as soon as humanly possible and take as many practice laps as you are allowed. What do you think, Joey? That's yeah. I, I I ran into that issue last week, and I had a uh, mod two and mini trucker back to back, both A mains. Oh wow, yeah. I ran mod two first, and then I ran mini truck next, and I took one lap with my mini truck, and I was I looked like a squirrel. Yeah, it takes it takes four to five laps to get there. Mm-hmm. Because you're so used to. I had it in my head that I needed a little bit more throttle with two wheel. Yep. Well, with mini truck, I could just barely pull the trigger, and it was already you know. It already had horsepower versus I had to wait for the horsepower. Sure, sure. Um, tips on getting into nitro. Um, buy I have a, a nitro truggy here for sale if anybody wants it. Yeah. Buy, 
by um an depending like if if it's a trustworthy seller like Sean Van Dalen, maybe buy a used motor, but I suggest a new motor that's pre broken in. Like they do it with the ultimate motors, the ProTech motors, all that are all broken in by Adam Drake. Make sure under the description it says broken in by Adam Drake. Um yeah, run a quality fuel like uh, TNR or Bones Brew or VP. Don't run any like, um, like we run race grade fuel. They do make hobby grade fuel that is just garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He says the learning curve on tuning is a bit prohibitive. Well, that's why I say, um, Get a Drake broken in motor because they'll put a card in it and it'll say idle a gas tank through and then run one gas tank the way it is and then run a second gas tank and lean it out this little bit. Run a third gas tank, lean it out this little bit and then you'll be ready to put the race tune in it and he'll tell you on that little card how to put the race tune in it. I've done two motors and it's been fairly accurate. Um, best place to run this summer without buying an ACE scale. Ah, I would say. Sean's. Sean's with mini truggy. Proctor with any other. Thunder Road on the Astro. Proctor has a big, um, two wheel drive buggy and truck class on a Thursday night. So, yeah. Uh, Dave Gunn. I just got sent. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt no. you, but I just got sent a, uh, uh, a PM about this. Uh, there's a guy now in the U.S. making a um, shock cap with a compression screw in it. Yeah, I saw that uh, a while back. It, I think it costs like $800 to put shocks on your car. Uh, I don't know if it's that much, but this is these are new. Like, these are being tested on Thursday. Are, it's Nick Wattlett. Yeah, yeah. They're either 400 or $800. Yeah, they're... Oh, Wally builds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I forget. We talked about that a few months back, and it's like... <sighs> Ryan goes, the price is completely insane. Oh, yeah. Just for... I, mean, I, I think it was eight hundred. I think it was eight hundred for four because I was gonna buy them, but it was four hundred for the pair. Beca- I just don't understand why you'd want. I mean, I get the tuning aspect of it. Because why would you want to pay eight hundred dollars for a tune a tunable shock? What's know? cool is you. I don't think you ever really would need to change a fluid. Well, maybe it's so tough because. From what I understand with that, a turn of the screw is supposed to change the piston pack. So let's say you turn it a little bit. You go from like a 1.6 hole to like a 1.75 hole or something like that. Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. The thing about that is it's been done. 
and there's a reason why it's not done anymore. I don't remember what it was, though. But you know what? I'm all for people trying new things. Absolutely. And if it works, and if it can, you know what? If it works, uh, bigger companies will take the design, make it affordable, and I will be running them within a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, um, I forgot to look at the results, but at Montpelier, they were running that new Agama design. With the cantilever really? suspension, mm -hmm. with the laydown shocks, mm -hmm. oh, dude, that looks—it looks sweet. It looks like the car came out be long before you were born, but there was a car made by a company called Tenth Technologies, is called a Predator, is a ten-scale four-wheel drive car with the same suspension. Mm -hmm. Dude, did you forget to feed the cat? It sounds angry. Uh, no, my uh, my sister's kids just got home from dinner with their grandma. Oh, okay. I have my door closed, but apparently it's not good enough. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um. So yeah, it's they're insanely expensive shocks. The price. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I just. Her yelling at her kids just cracks me up sometimes. Well, you gotta yell at them. You can't be sweet <laughs> to your kids. Yeah, I know, but just the random moment she just whoosh. yeah. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Dave Gundry from Cromulent Designs is wondering: Would folks like to see a Google Calendar showing the majority of RC racing events in and around Minnesota, off-road and off-road, broken down by surface-type carpet, dirt, clay, oval? He said he started one, but would need help managing it to keep it going for the public, adding editing events, dates, changes, all that. He goes, just wondering if it's worth the effort. And he preview previewed on the questions uh, like racing going on in March he p put it under his question here's the deal if you were to take a calendar like that and you would post a screenshot like that in the off-road racing group I would love it but if you ha add one more step to that by me having to click a link for a Google calendar I'm out, and it's not you, Dave. And I had this with Dollar Hobbies, too, because they'd always go, i go, hey, when are you racing off-road next? They would literally give me the answer, check the calendar. I'm like, no, when are you racing <laughs> next? I am not checking the calendar. But if you screenshot it and put it up, I would love to see it. But other than that, some people do look like calendars like that. And I'm sure somebody listening would like to help you with it. It's a great idea. It's not for me. I know where I'm racing every Saturday from now until October. I know mm -hmm. where I'm going to be every single weekend. Um, so, yeah. But not everybody is 
Not everybody's plans things out like me and they make last second changes or whatever. So, mm-hmm. anyway, it happens. Yeah. Oh crap! Hold on. My RM2 blue thread lock accidentally just fell in my garbage can. <laughs> um, that'll be fifty dollars for an ad, Jason. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you my PayPal. <laughs> oh, I said Jason. The RM2 J concept. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, man. And again, big sorry to Tekin talking crap about the servos i didn't know they were a big thing they're just not a big thing in our region that's i've never really seen them that doesn't mean they're not big you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and again sorry about the long mugen rant but they do not belong in the rc community if they're straight ripping people off like that it's understandable yeah so should we call it a night We've been going sure, for an hour and nine minutes. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, guys. Go get me some uh, buffalo chicken dip. Sounds good. Um, remember, guys, to check out m- merchandise at pwrmerch.com. If you'd like to advertise on this podcast, you know how to get a hold of me. Find me on Facebook. And Joey Fitzsimmons. Um but get a hold of me or Joey Fitzsimmons on Facebook or PM the Ran Out of Talent page. Um, also, find us on Instagram. It's the same basic stuff, but it's I have fun with the picture we put up for the episode on Instagram, so that's a little more fun. So, yeah, um, I'm Joser Jr., and with me was my co-host Joey Fitzsimmons, and we've ran out of talent. <laughs>